Blog Talk Radio. Hey, all you Sugar Shack. Sugar Shack? Sugar Shack what? What can we call you? Sugar Shack? Sometimes you need somebody. Just blows your mind. I love this song. Happy New Year, everyone. Let's check it out. Sometimes you don't know what to do.
that song. Hey, everybody, it's December 31st, 2015. What happened to 2015? Except I know what happened. Last year in February, we got buried. I have been in and around this city for 68 years and never, ever, never saw anything like that. It looked like when I was a little kid, and those snow banks looked so big. The snow banks were probably about three, four feet. And to a kid that's like two feet, that looks big. But I'm six foot now. These things were 11 feet. <laughs> you couldn't see people walking on the sidewalk. Anyway, that's what happened. Let's pray it does not happen again. I feel like we're getting set up. Because it has been beautiful around here. And we're waiting for Rudy Garino to check in. He will. I just called Rudy. He's getting into his day in Las Vegas. See, that's what happens when those cats hit Las Vegas after the amazing life that they've had. And Rudy has had an amazing life. And founder of the Sugar Shack and uh, another club in Florida called Swiggers in uh, the Marco Polo Hotel. And all of the run he had there, and then the amazing run he had at the Sahara in Las Vegas. He knows anybody and everybody associated with music, soul music, whatever. The ultimate promoter, manager, all-around amazing human. The way that people, when we've been doing this documentary, it is amazing, amazing how people love Rudy. I mean, they would do anything for this man, and it's years after... They've had relationships with uh, the club, associated with any of the clubs or anything else. So, with that, let's play. I love my friends from Argentina. In years past, I would spend much time in Argentina, and it's an amazing, wild, like the old Wild West. Uh, The Patagonia Express looks like those trains from the old Wild West. So here's a little promo from our friends in Argentina, Buenos Aires, for the Sugar Shack. Hi, Thomas. We are Ivan, Guido, Matias, of Will Eterno, from Argentina. So much fun to play DJ. You know, it's an amazing age. That if you're not using this technology and everybody's using it the wrong way, I mean, everybody's, I hate the fact that nobody talks to anybody anymore and they look down at their screens and families go out to dinner or try to pretend they're having dinner and nobody talks or communicates the same. But if you know how to use this, you can do anything. You can have any dream you want. You can make movies. You can have them aired. You can make your own TV shows. You can have your own podcast, your own radio shows, your own talk shows, whatever. And it's all for, most of it's for free. And if you want to kick it up a little, you can do that. So Blog Talk Radio is where to go if you desire to be a host of your own show and rattle and ramble like I am. Uh, You know, let's play some music so I don't bore you guys. But he's, uh, Rudy's on the way. Okay, a little Barry White. I love this song. Too much of anything is not good for you, baby. But I don't know about that. 
many times as we've loved and we've shared love and made love. It doesn't seem to me like it's enough. It's just not enough. Baby. It's just not enough.
get enough. <laughs> we are not getting enough. <laughs> ah, oh man, what a voice! Imagine, uh, imagine that cat in a club with 270 seats or something, brick walls, wood, just a cool hangout. It was like somebody's cellar. It was like somebody's. Do you remember we all had those cellars that you uh, went down the room, the room with the panels, except there wasn't paneling at the shack. It was the real deal. And you got 300 people. Of course, it's bigger, but not much bigger than a basement of a house, a good-sized house. It was not bigger than that. And imagine you've got, of the 300 people in there, 270 are black, 30 are white. And the greatest soul groups is, I love the tagline one of the bartenders gave us, Hookers, pimps, pushers, gangsters, celebrities, and the greatest musical groups in the world. And that's what you had in that amazing, amazing, as one of my black friends tells me, a phenomenon. The only way to describe the Sugar Shack, a phenomenon of the Sugar Shack. And by the way, I saw two great documentaries that I totally recommend. uh, That will parallel the documentary that George Wilson and I are working on. One of them is uh, Muscle Shoals. I didn't think, I, I, took, I had a different perception of what I thought that was going to be. I thought it was going to be about blues music, which I love, the blues. And from the Delta, it sounded like Muscle Shoals, but it wasn't. It was about Rick Hall and his amazing recording studio and how he found Percy Sledge, which was his first big hit, and all of the amazing people that recorded. Aretha Franklin was with that, with Columbia Records. She had a deal with Columbia Records for years, five years. Never had a hit. They could, didn't know what to do with her. But Rick Hall did when he got down there. And they had this amazing group, a bunch of white guys called the Swamp Boys, who played all that funk. All that funk that you hear with Percy Sledge and with with uh, Aretha and with Wilson Pickett and on and on and on, all the way up to the Rolling Stones and U2 and Paul Simon, always played by the same four or five guys. They were amazing, which shows you what we're trying to say with this whole project we're doing and what occurred at the Sugar Shack. It did, color did not matter. In fact, the theme was have to somehow incorporate this into the title of the film, the theme will be harmony. Harmony in the music and harmony in the place. It was, everybody was there for for the love of the music. The musicians were there for the love of the music and the fans were there for the love of the music. And uh, everybody put down all the weapons, put down all of the hate, down all of the tension and sat there and were unified. Harmony. There was absolute harmony in the Sugar Club, Sugar Shack Club, and the music itself. Okay, I'm going to shut up, and this will give you an idea. This song is just, this is where you would go into dreamland at the shack. I'm sitting here 50 years later, I get to do this. This is amazing. Here we go. 
it. I love that song. I'm going to be mad at me for not playing it, but Rudy likes it when I just play Sugar Shack artists, and he doesn't like it so much when I don't play Sugar Shack artists. So I'm going to sneak one in here without Rudy here because it is soul music. It's just... Commodores! Just like you 
And for some folks, uh, it takes a lifetime to go to find in this world a dream come true. Why don't you? Shack. 
<laughs> no, it's about Rudy Garino and the Sugar Shack. <laughs> because there would be no Sugar Shack, and everybody knows it. And, man, if well, you're going to see it. George is putting together – he's going to the Dominican Republic this week, and he'll be there for two weeks. And he promised me when he comes back he's going to have – the 20-minute sizzle reel done. Beautiful. The Dominican Republican. I never was there. I used to go to all the islands. I was doing uh, the cruise ships for about four That's or five right. years. Wow. And I never went to that island. Yeah, I know. It's a beautiful place. Great, yeah, great, great. That, that is yeah, a beautiful It shares place. the island with Haiti, which is weird right. because, yeah, the Dominican Republic side is pretty cool and happening in poor Haiti gets uh, all of the tough stuff. Yeah. But, we uh, went to Haiti. One of the stops was Haiti. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they used to beg for money as you just get off the, uh, the, the, the ship. You know, I forgot the name of the, the city. Port O'Prince. Port O'Prince. No, no, it wasn't Port O'Prince. It was the Ocho something. I don't know. Ocho Rios. Yeah, but make a long story short, it was a fun thing those uh, those cruise ships. Oh, Boy, now you booked you booked the talent for those too, right? Oh, I booked. Uh, they had once a year. They had like uh, a, uh, some kind of an oldie show, oldies for goodies, and I and uh, I used to book. Uh, she had one one uh, one act that was booked was Dion and the Belmonts, but he was working alone, Dion. And then I used to put the other three or four groups or five groups that she wanted. So it was like a, a, a oldies with goodies festival, something like that. She used to call it. And I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, Su- Susanna. Susanna, when we were out in Vegas doing the shoot, she was telling me how much she loved it. Both, both Susanna and Rudy, and you know, other son. Uh, what's your other son's name? Andrew. 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 They told all. Oh, they all remembered those great cruises. Yeah. They, well, they were kids mostly, and they used to have fun. They had kid programs and everything and all that. Yeah. So that was pretty good. Well. well we, uh, the year is over, and we got one more year to go to the 50-year right. anniversary. That's right. And, boy, what a year. Man, did we get a lot done. We only met, like, six months ago. We didn't meet that last January. Last January, we didn't even know each other were around. Right. We didn't know each so other we, was well, a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think we connected, like, in May or June. I think the great Billy Porter put it together, right? Yes, he did. Yeah, well, he yes, he. Uh, when I saw when I found the Sugar Shack Boston page, and I found out he was doing his play Back to the Sugar Shack, and he was talking to you. Absolutely, he introduced us. That was unbelievable, huh? He uh, came you know, out of, the, out of and, nowhere. Uh, out of nowhere uh, would be all of a sudden. I get a. Uh, an email on him, and uh, we got back to him, and uh, and started up a conversation about the shack and everything and all that, and then he met you, and we got it started. 
You know, just, you know, and when I hear the story of the Sugar Shack, how the Sugar Shack started, um, you know, it's the same deal. I mean, you know, you didn't, you know, you were going to create, your, your partners wanted to create a white uh, dating bar. Yeah, well, not a white, they, they didn't mention that, but they wanted to create a dating bar. Right. Uh, and And in most but, days... Any dating bar that was downtown was a white dating bar. It certainly wasn't an interracial dating bar. And I think that's one of the things that we're certainly going to bring out about the Sugar Shack. It was the probably the only time before and after Rudy that a black club existed downtown Boston. Right. Probably is. It probably is. Still is. It's just that's one of the remarkable things about this whole story. Is that you know? I mean, it was right, exactly square downtown. If they were gonna do uh, what do they call it when the enemy wants to put target zero, they want to drop a missile right in the center of a city, <laughs> ground zero. The common is the ground zero of Boston, and right across the street was a great, the greatest black club ever in the history of Boston, the Sugar Shack. Yeah, and, you know, it's so nice to walk out and see the beautiful Boston Common and all that wide-open spaces there and everything. It was a good area years, probably years ago, you know, when uh, it didn't turn out to be the combat zone. <laughs> well, they finally cleaned up the combat zone, but, yeah, you know, uh, you, How you know, is it's it a thing. Cleaned up? Yeah, no, that's cleaned up. Oh yeah, it's cleaned up. Oh yeah, they put they got they they actually have student housing down in that area. Oh, they do. Yeah, it's basically Chinatown now. Oh yeah, oh Chinatown. Yeah, that's right, Chinatown. And and not only that, the Ritz is there. (laughs) It went from the combat zone to the Ritz. Imagine that. Well, that the on, on the common, that, that was a hell of an apartment building. I was sorry I didn't buy a unit there. Right. Well, they all, they, uh, and they now they... dollars a two-bedroom there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Emerson completely did the Paramount Theater, so that whole area is coming back huge. That's great. That's great. Well, I yeah. do. Stuff comes back, you know. It goes, it goes, it gets run down, and then the investors come in and rebuild. Exactly, yeah. It becomes a bargain. <laughs> yeah, it becomes a bargain. Now we got to hope the Sugar Shack is a bargain now after 50 yeah, years. Well, well, we're certainly finding that out. You know, um, you keep talking about, I'm going to play a song now. You keep talking about this uh, this particular song. And uh, so here for New Year's Eve, I'm going to give you a present. Here we go.
the way this country is going, I want to go back to Italy where my parents came from. You got it, Rudy. That's exactly the way to go. You can, you know, do like all of those movies, you know, the, where the uh, where everybody returns there for the end. <laughs> my uh, grandfather came from a little town called San uh, San Angelo and Grate. And uh, I was blessed to go back there with my mother and see the house he grew up in. Oh, you're half Italian? Half Italiano. What do you think I got this nose? Wow. Oh, yeah. I used to go out with an Irish girl, McLaughlin, for years. Huh. Interesting. I helped. She, uh... She wanted to be a student, and I helped her with a few connections. To, although she passed on her own, they, the, they just said, listen, we can't do nothing for you. All we can do is coach you nice. on what they're going to tell you, and you can be prepared. Nice. So she passed flying colors. Nice. Nice. And, uh, um, yeah, so that was nice. And... Uh, no, so oh, I, get, I get the whole I get the whole lasagna thing. We talked about the lasagna dinners you made for <clears throat> New oh, Earth yeah. and the rest of the groups. Jesus, no wonder, no wonder you're living long. We eat, we, we <laughs> <laughs> eating a lot of good food. <laughs> and how about this, Rudy? Stracciatella soup. Yeah, stracciatella. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mother and father, when I was a kid, they used to give us all those greens like uh, yep. Anaster and uh, uh, Broccoli Daba and yep. uh, all those spinaches and things like that. I said, Mom, what are we poor? we got to eat grass. <laughs> <laughs> Just the contrary. You know, I grew up in Roxbury, and we were anything but rich. But and we were bordered on poor, but I'll tell you, not when it came to dinners. Whew. Right, when it came to dinners, there was no such thing as poor. We used nope. to. We it was a delicacy in those days, and we didn't know it. Today, you go to a restaurant, you want broccoli lava with sausages and things like that. It costs you <laughs> a fortune. It's true. Broccoli lava is is expensive, even in the grocery store. Oh, yeah, and it's unbelievable. Well, uh, you, know, you know where we got lucky? We used to go to Steve Wynn's, uh He had a, a, a fabulous buffet. I think it cost about $37 or close to 40 And uh, I said, I ain't going to wait here in this line. This is terrible. So my friend went up to the hostess and says, uh, is there any way we can get a, I don't know, he mentioned uh, we used to book the, I uh, used to be the entertainment director at the Sahara for two years, you know, and all that. Well, you know, she says, I can give you a line pass. And then, by the way, she says, uh, do you know anybody that uh, has the show at the Riviera? It was a Russian show. And my friend, Steve Cooper, was the agent. I says, how many are you? I forgot, uh, five or six, I said, you got it. And we got him in, and we became a hero. Imagine that, the only show in town that I had a direct connection to, and we got lucky with the hostess. And we used to eat there, 
So the end result, my friend even asked one of the cooks back there, do you in the Italian section, do you have any broccoli now? He says, sure. <laughs> just for the Brooklyn Nava. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I finally learned how to cook broccoli, Rob. You have oh, to yeah. you only you only boil it for a second and then you gotta throw That's it in ice to stop it from cooking. Right, right, right. My wife ex wife makes it with the the garlic and the sausages. Of you course. Know, Beautiful, beautiful. You know, uh, well, my grandmother, we hated it. We used to have to travel from Roxbury, go right down Hanover Street or Washington Street, right from the top of Roxbury. We lived up on uh, Warren Ave, and we'd go down every Saturday, you know where, Haymarket. Yeah, Yeah, Haymarket's good. (laughs) And that's how you started your first business. You used to go in and get the... The crates. Yeah, yeah. Oh, me, I used to, well, uh, your first business? No, yours. I started with a pool room. I beat the guy for the... Yeah, no, before that, you told me when you were a kid, you used to go down after after the market and then pick up the crates and sell them for 25 cents. Right, right. We used to sell the, the the empty cotton boxes from the grocery stores and the and the barrels sometimes from the meat companies. We used to go down there and uh, down around the Faneuil Hall market around there. It wasn't right, uh, right. And uh, mm. we used to sell over there for a quarter a piece. And right, I used to go get, get the wooden ones, right? Ice cream. Yeah, there you well, go. I used to get my app at the Waltons. I I think it was the Walton chain in those days. They had a Waltons. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yep. my people came from outside of Naples, a little town called Fodina. And it was unbelievable. So I. I Cor- Cortina? I was, or, what's the Fodina. first letter? P, P as P F- or a C? F- oh, S. Fodina. F. Fortina. Oh, I, I've been through Fortina. Yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's it. Wow. And, uh, you know, my mother used to cook for the people that owned the little uh, hotel there. A lot of Germans used to go there and uh, vacation, too. Oh, yeah. She said, oh, absolutely. She used, and in German, I think to say Italian, German, Tadeska. Uh, Tadeska, I think it is. They... they they pronounce the Germans, the Basque. Interesting. Anyway, yeah. Well, so we gotta get. Right, we gotta get we gotta get this tour going and this documentary going, and we gotta go back as the Sugar Shack team back to Fortina to uh, find out the roots. The roots, the roots, the roots. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm gonna. I got another song that uh, I gotta do here that you. Uh, I uploaded that Arthur Conley in that Sweet Soul Music and oh yeah 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 I remember this is uh, I couldn't believe that you had this character um, in your uh, in the Sugar Shack because he is. Like a phenomenon in the, the in in well not only with 
with um with soul music but with uh with blues et cetera and rhythm and blues um well you're gonna know who it is I'm gonna start it and I'm gonna play name that tune with you who is it <laughs> you know. <laughs> There's some tunes, uh, like in the Arizona Charlies, they got the music on the, in the background, and some of them I can hear with the first beat, and some, uh, because I got the uh, the, bot, uh, the, the the poker dealer there, and he, he's another one from New Jersey, and uh, he was into that music, and he knows almost everybody, and I kind of keep, I can't keep up with him.
there's been no one. Don't you feel like I've cried? This is a song we used to do. We used to open our shows with this long, 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 long time ago. And this tune was written by Solomon Burke, who you saw earlier. It's called Everybody Needs Somebody to Love.
big opening, his big mouth and his great voice in the band. To me, I'm just watching and laughing, you know, because, I mean, first of all, I could feel the stage starting to sag. I mean, Solomon's about 500 pounds. <laughs> 600 pounds of joy. I tried to shake his hand on the stage, but the, the stage was going up and down so much, I couldn't even get near him. <laughs> This is so funny. And when he starts to move, you can feel the planks going like this. I remember just seeing him play in the chair. And he was sitting in the chair. It was fantastic. Understand what was going on to put it on to so much else going on. And he gave me this coat which was staggeringly heavy, it almost fell over under the weight. And it, oh. Those are the sort of things you've got to deal with as they come up, you know. I mean, Solomon was actually like, hey, giving Mick the cloak, you know. I mean, the fact that Mick wasn't expecting it and doesn't wear a cloak like well. <laughs> it was a fantastic gesture, but I didn't I quite understand the gesture at the time and I wasn't ready for it, so I didn't respond very gentlemanly way because I didn't know what was going on. But it was a piece of homage, you know what I mean? It was one of those stage things, you know what I mean? It was very nice to have and I'll thank you for that. Solomon, you know, the Rev Burke, you know. Thank you, Mr. Solomon Burke. That was a moment. That's some big cloak. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, Solomon Burke. That was the Rolling Stones and Solomon Burke together. Oh, 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 oh. I thought so. Yeah, what they were talking about, you can see it on YouTube, is Solomon Burke performed with them at one of their concerts. They were One of the things that was great about the Rolling Stones is they brought Muddy Waters and the Solomon Burks and, and all of the great blues and soul singers um, to the stage and, and, and paid homage to them, gave them respect. And yeah, so what, gave, right. yeah, what Solomon Burke did when... Yeah, Solomon Burke was skinny when he worked for you. He turned out to be 500 pounds. Right, right. I think he was a little heavy when he came in, if I can remember. Really? Yeah. And he's so, and he gave Mick Jagger his his cape. His cape. And a yeah, yeah he, he he took off his cape like a James Brown cape. Hey, you know you can write a book with all your stories on the shack. 
Well, who are y'all going to write the book? <laughs> oh, hey, guess who's coming in? I, I had called them earlier. Look at this. We're having our own little New Year's Eve uh, party here. This is uh, Billy. Back to the What's Sugar Shack What's happening, gentlemen? What's happening, gentlemen? How are we doing? I was actually on the road, and I didn't know what time you guys were hanging out, and I, I seen the you know, the, the, the message, I said, oh, I got to call my guys, man. I got to hang out with my guys before I get the Odyssey ship tonight for New Year's Eve. Nice. How's everybody Billy, doing? How's everybody, how's everybody doing? Happy holiday, Billy. Happy holiday to you, Rudy. How you doing, buddy? Well, we got up. We got another <laughs> year. <to go. laughs> That's beautiful. Oh, awesome, buddy. Good to hear. Tom and I were talking about how uh, all the couple of the artists, uh, Sweet Soul Music, uh, Arthur Connolly and uh, Marvin Gaye Solomon went to Burke. Europe. Solomon Burke. We were thinking of doing, starting the Soul Festival in the Netherlands. Where in the Netherlands? A, sure. Sure. <laughs> because... They love the soul music more than anybody. They do. Them in England, I think. I think England. Yeah, Northern too, England. Right? They love it. Right? Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. Norway and Finland, all those countries. In fact, Herb Reed used to go out there and tour. And he yeah, was some of that for soul act. Yeah, some but, of those uh, guys would, would leave America and head over to Europe, and you would never hear from them again, right? They'd be like, where they go? Back. <laughs> So maybe wow. maybe we could start it on a shot of virgin, you know, like three or four acts and go there and start building with it or something. Why not? Absolutely, absolutely. Start off small, big up, well, you know, we, build a we, crowd and a foundation and a following, and it's on. Yeah, talking and talking, we can uh, develop ideas. Always, yep, always I, new ideas. The, uh, always. Well, I've got the Tavares, uh, David Oriola is the manager for Tavares, and, of course, they just came back from the Netherlands where they played to a, with a 70-piece orchestra. Wow. That's unbelievable. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Wow, God bless them. They're still pumping away and making music. That's so cool to hear that. And those stuff guys, I'm telling you, they were so amazing to be in their presence. Rudy, they're in shape. I mean, they're as slim as you can imagine. Those guys, muscular, slim. Wow. They must, talk about a group. There's a whole family. They're all still alive. Only one of them is wow. a little bit sick. But they're in great shape. Physically, you know, spiritually, um, emotionally, they're just an amazing, amazing success. Wow, that's awesome. I got to shut this door. Can you, you hear that noise back there? Somebody talking. Yeah, it's one hallway. of your women trying to get in again. Yeah. It's uh, all the groupies, all the groupies. Rudy's groupies. Yeah, well, it's on the... It's unbelievable. They're they're all in good shape, uh, from what I hear, except one of the brothers, there, Chubby, I think. No, Chubby's okay, but there's another brother that's kind of sick. Oh, I uh, well, what's a, yeah, yeah, that's right. There was one of them that was really sick. Yeah. Okay, what wow. do we got for music? 
We got some more music. We got. Uh, I told. We got to tell Billy that our other dream that we just came up with. When we make so much money from all the tours and the concerts and the documentary, we're going to buy yeah. back the building the Sugar Shack is in, and we're going to make a Sugar Shack museum. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and keep the and, and, and the club again. Get a club going, man. Well, oh, Willie really wants to keep it a museum. Museum, <laughs> hey, get that memorabilia together. I'm telling you. A small little museum in the city of Boston, the Sugar Shack. Like you said one time, you mentioned the Sugar Shack around people around that area. Their eyebrows they raise right up. They go, "What? Well, you say Sugar Shack?" So it's a piece of it's a piece of history, but can't, you know. Not just anymore because there's no the today a guy gets a hit record, he becomes a superstar. He gets the sponsors behind him and everything. Exactly. Exactly. So, one hit wonders. Yeah. So true. Those, How was your guys' were, Christmas? How was everybody's Christmas? Good Christmas? You guys have a good Christmas? Very good. Very good. That's great. Yeah, Rudy. That's well, great. the other thing we got to do, Billy, you missed a little bit. Rudy, we're going to, when we go on tour, we're going to bring Rudy back to Fortina, Italy, where his uh, parents came from. That's yeah. a must. It's, not, it's on the list. Put it on the bucket list. Top of the bucket list. Fortina. <laughs> right there. I'm, I'm going with you. Me, you, Tom, and George. Four Musketeers. Right. We're going. I don't know if we can fly. Is there still cruises to Italy? <laughs> I want to go by the boat. Of course. Of course there's cruises to Italy. It'll take, of us, course. take us a month. It'll take us a month. Look, we'll put something in your car. We'll put something in your tea. You'll take a nap and you'll wake up in 14. How's that? <laughs> You know, we've never had a bad show, have we? We had every week, I know. you know, I, I was got so like, many other things going I said, in. I, I got to call my friends. I said, I got to call my boys right now. I just got in the door. I said, Gwen, we're going out tonight on the Odyssey in Boston Harbor on a ship. We're invited on a big New Year's party. So we're getting in the door. I said, I got to call my guys. I love hanging out with you guys every week, man. It's a blessing. And it's so fun to learn about your era in the Sugar Shack because I wasn't around. I was just, I was born in 66, but. It's amazing to the friendship, the bond, the stories. I I love you guys. You guys are awesome. I'm a big fan, man. Kidding me? Well, I'm gonna play, Rudy. I I don't know how I didn't connect the name of this group with their music, but I didn't realize the monsters these guys were, and how our guest the last time we had the show, and uh, um, Junior said that. Uh, he, he he named one of these groups as one of his favorite groups that he saw at the Sugar Sack. So I'm going to play like a, a little bit of the tune, and then we'll talk, and then we're going to play the whole thing. Here we go. Cool. I'm playing Name That Tune with Rudy today. Do you know that one, Rudy? No, oh, so far I got uh, only one sweet soul music. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, rock steady. What? What is it? Rock steady. You got it. Everybody rock steady, by do you know who? Spinners. The whispers. The whispers. I mean the whispers. Oh, the whispers. Yeah, you know they the still whispers. work on it a lot. The whispers. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna play it. Whispers. Okay, let's you go, play it. Man. 
Well, you know how many times that'll be played tonight, Rudy? Right, 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 right. You know wow, something? That was a... When I picked I'm that song. What's that? I'm two for five. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> two for five, baby. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna increase your score as we go by the, by and by on these things. But you, you know. <laughs> well, Ru- Rudy, I mean, you had 52 weeks of stars for for 10 years. I mean, some of them were repeats, wow. a lot of them were repeats, but that's like, how many different songs, how many different groups, how many different, I mean, yeah. that's an incredible track record, my friend, that's a lot yeah. to remember. Yeah. You know, you wow. know what's you know, I used to run around so much doing this, 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 and that, and everything, and there's only what's left on my memory, just a few artists and a few songs that stick. Yeah, you were busy. I remember watching you when I was in there. You were running back and forth between the front and your office, you know. Oh, and, yeah. uh, and then, and then I had to sweat out the gangsters, the pimps, yeah. the killers. <laughs> I love it, <laughs> Billy. I know what he's talking about. Tell him we we mention this every show, oh, and I was trying God. to describe it the other day to some people. You know, they said, oh, what a wonderful place. I said, it was a wonderful place, but you got to understand. <laughs> I said, part of the fun is like it was a roller coaster. You went on a roller coaster, but you were scared stiff a lot of times on that roller coaster. <laughs> it was the best ride in the park, but you part know, of the reason it was the best park. ride, it was scary. That's the scariest you know, ride, the best ride in the park. You know, oh. Tom, <laughs> speaking of scary... You know, a lot of people that came in there weren't aware of who was the killer and who was it and who was and who was a good fella. I was aware of all that stuff. That's why I was on needles and pins. Oh, you know, you sure. knew everybody and everything that was going on in your club. Everybody and like everything. Like That's crazy. How did you sleep there? at night, man? <laughs> How the fuck did you sleep at night? <laughs> Oh, that's well, awesome. Well, the thing is, I is we all knew. I can visualize this. Like, I can could, I could picture what you guys are telling me. It's, it's well, I mean, crazy. first of all, you had these gorgeous, you know, uh, hookers and, and pimps. I mean, they're all beautiful people. Just beautiful yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. We're in, beautiful, we're in 2005, like, like Junior told us last week, we're in $4,000 worth of clothes. Imagine that. Oh, yeah. Back in that day. Well, wow. Right? That's custom-made. Custom tailor-made. Four thousand. There wasn't anybody in the country wearing better clothes. Yeah. Um, including the Rat Pack. Uh, and yeah, I think Maffeo, Jerry said, I think one time he said, you know, Sam, the Boston pimps were the first men to ever wear fur coats. I'm telling you. That's what he said. Yep. He yells, I'm telling you, the Boston pimps were the first guys to ever wear fur coats. And they yep. came to the sugar jack, he said. I said, okay. <laughs> Oh, well, well, I talked to Jerry. custom-made hats. Yeah, well, well, get this. But, I mean, so they're in there. And then what Rudy's saying, and then you had the white gangsters in there. And they, everybody's packing iron. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Right, Rudy? Amazing. Amazing. I thought it was going to turn into an OK Corral. The OK Corral. Wow. Every night wow. you said, this place... If one guy 
says the wrong thing to the wrong yeah. woman yeah. or the wrong guy. This place Fine is going to be a gun shoot. <laughs> it's going to be a gunfight. <laughs> wow. wow. We don't know if we're going to get out. Oh. You know how some of the Western bitches, where they want to pick yeah. on, the, on the guy and the shots and the shootout and this and that. That's what I always had a fear of. When is oh, yeah. Imagine that not going to go through your mind every night going to work. Like, and then how did you? How long did it take you to wind down at the end of every night? Like, when you got off and it was everything was over, how long did it take you to like wind down off all that, Rudy? About two, two hours. The door was locked. As soon as the door was locked, ah. Oh. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> Imagine, I mean, I know what it was like to go in there as a white kid, outnumbered, outnumbered twenty to one, and but and but also knowing that some of those cats at the other, the white guys and the black guys, could easily have started a war. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, there could have been a war on all kinds of corners, like. Well, you know. Rudy, I was talking to my ex-wife over the holidays. She was there at the grandkids. And uh, we both said it. We felt great inside the club. But the one place we were petrified was in the restrooms because you guys couldn't see us. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's even till today. Even in a, you go to a, in a restroom today in a club, it's still, I look over my shoulder. I can't, I'm scared. I, yeah, I, I got hit over the head with a bottle one time in a nightclub in Germany. And, and, and it was like a... And every day, still till this day, I look over my shoulder in a, in a nightclub. Uh, well, imagine, you know, you're yeah, a white kid, yeah. and you walk into, now Now Rudy can't see it. I always felt good because Rudy was there, and, and Sticker yeah. was there, and the bartenders were there. So I always yeah, knew I was, was okay in the room. Yeah. But Rudy, honest to God, when I went in that men's room, I went as, I never yeah, peed so fast in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Man, I got in and out of there. And my wife said, my ex, my ex-wife said the same thing. She said she would go in that restroom and get in and out of there as fast as she could. Yeah, oh, the well, ladies, we, the ladies' room must have been crazy. It was. You know, it wasn't that big too, probably. That's why you get an uncomfortable feeling because it was. They weren't that large, you know. That's yeah. right. Uh, yeah, that's face, right. Face. You know, it was the. Yeah. I mean, we were outnumbered in the club, but we were really outnumbered in the men's room. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I looked like the only, only, uh, only dot on the domino. <laughs> I was the little white dot on the domino. Oh, scary, oh, scary, fire, scary! He was a firefly. He was a firefly at night. Yeah. Yes, I. Well, <laughs> <laughs> That's even a better analogy. I was the little firefly. It was a firefly at night. It was like, hey, come on, Oh, here comes Eddie B. Oh, shit. Oh, like I said, there's some fail behind the bow. No, these guys are funny. We never, we never knew the secret weapon there was the music. It was Everybody. the music. Oh, yeah. Yes. The no, music. Rudy Gar- the gangster, and this and that. How do you control the every actors? How do you control this crowd and all that? Right. Wow. I came to the show, which was show. the music. 
Well, you know, this is our chance, before we sign off, Rudy, this is our chance to beat you up a little bit and put you in perspective. First of all, you got to get um, you got to get Duke to call us. You got his number. You got to have him call in on the show. Maybe next week. Oh yeah. Right after the holidays, I'll hook up with him. You know, I don't want to bother them. Right. Anything exactly. Most of the holidays, who the hell knows if they're working and all that. Yeah, I'll give okay. Now here's the other homework we got for you. I told Suzanne about this. This weekend is a great weekend for you to get together with the family and watch the documentary Muscle Shoals. And muscle is spelled just like muscle on your body, M-U-S-C-L-E. And it's about that recording studio and a guy named Rick Hall. And what happened in that recording studio, of course they recorded there, was the same thing that happened at the Sugar Shack. White guys wow. playing the instruments, black groups singing. And you have to understand, that documentary is a great documentary, and we're going to make a better documentary but part wow. of the reason that was a great documentary is they featured Rick Hall. That's the story. He created oh. that place. And we're going to wow. have to, we're going to get more stories. We're going to come back out to Las Vegas, and we're going to get the real dirt on who Rudy Carino is, because the world wants to know who is who this guy is who Rudy. created this yeah. club that everybody yeah. loved. I know. That's how we're going to make a great document. So you watch that with Susanna this weekend, and you'll understand what we have to do. Well, I tell you, we had a lot of nice guys uh, come to the Sugar Shack, and they were impressed. Gambling up. Wow. The guy guy from the Apollo Theater, I forgot his name. Another guy from uh, Montreal, the old show bar. Uh, Griffin stopped in there. Uh, That's unbelievable. And uh, his wife at the time was Rita Coolidge. They were there for about a week. Wow. They were vacationing on the Cape there. Who was that? Who was it? Chris Christopherson. Oh, really? Christopherson. Wow. Wow. Amazing. And and his wife at the time was uh, Rita Coolidge. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. You know, that would be, hey, I'm glad you told us that. We should try to get a hold. I'm going to have Susanna try to get a hold of him, and he can give us what he thought of the place. Yeah, Chris Christopherson, if we can reach him. I love it. No, there was a lot of people with uh, pretty famous names that were very impressed, and they came to visit me, and I was unbelievable. I was overwhelmed by it. Well, there's a reason for it. We're going to tell it in the documentary, so you watch that. And I'm also going to send the one on Billy. What was the name of the – I forget how the the order of the initials. It was CBG – CBGB? Yeah, CBGB. CBGB. Yep. Yeah, CBGB. Yeah, my sister. Well, that club parallels, that. not that they had soul music, but it was to punk music what the Sugar Shack yeah. was to soul music. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, indeed. I agree. I so agree, I'm going to send you that link too, Rudy, and uh, both of those shows are on Netflix, but that's your homework. Okay, that's your okay. homework. All right, buddy. Okay, okay. Hey, listen, Happy New Year. 
You guys Billy, have, have a great time on you. that ship tonight. I am. I'm going to have fun. I was invited by some friends, and it, it's, yeah, I'm blessed. I wish you guys a Happy New Year. I love you guys. Tell George I, I, Happy New Year the same thing if you're out there, George. God bless, man. Everybody, peace out, man. Yeah, see you and, next year, uh, See you next year. See you next year. I'm going to sign off with celebration. Rudy, we love you just like everybody loves you. We've had so much fun this year. We're going to have more yes. fun next yes. year. Well, thank you very much for keeping me up at night. Okay, buddy. This is just 2015 was the warm-up act. Okay, 2016 is the real deal. I can't sleep at night anymore. I wake up every two, three hours thinking of Tom and the wave. Uh, we got it in the buzz. Yes. All right, here we go. Good. Just in time. We did an hour and a half today, Rudy. Wow. No kidding. Well, that's great. An hour and a half, buddy. <laughs> Say goodbye with the Sugar Shack, I think we should. Well, I don't yeah. know. When you think Sugar Shack or Celebration? Which ones? It's New Year's Eve. Sugar Shack. Oh, okay, right. you're gonna, here you go. I gotta, I gotta go get the sugar shack for. <laughs> just, it's Rudy's show. Everybody have a happy holiday and good health and uh, wish. Get what you wish for. That's right. Well, here it is. This is the music. This is the song. There you go, Rudy. We'll see you next year. Get back.